Into the far country. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Wednesday morning. We're moving on today in Luke chapter 15. Today we're going to be in verses 11 through 19. And we are in the third parable uh, of um, Jesus teaching on lost things. And today's focus is the lost son. Um, I suspect on the front end of this teaching that many of us can relate to the experience of a family member that we love dearly, a child, a brother, a sister, a parent maybe, who was um, uh, walking in the far country, who has spent many, many years wandering in the far country, uh, far from home, uh, far from the father's embrace, far from the safety and protection of the shepherd's fold and rebelliously seeking their own way, rebelliously uh, insisting on doing their own thing, um, only to find time and time again uh, that they are not (laughs) the master and commander of their destiny. And uh, things fall apart, and they run back home, And things get a little better, and they take off again. Things fall apart, they run back home, things get a little better. And yet something in them is restless. Something in them keeps them from allowing themselves to receive love and mercy and grace. And they get restless and they wander. And that wandering heart, that rebellious wandering heart is the focus of Jesus' teaching today. Now, this story ends differently, and we'll get to that in a couple of days. Um, But uh, we see the attitude of heart present in the young man as he begins to ponder his decision to leave home. So before we get into the Word, let's spend some time with the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and I thank you for my friends who are listening. We thank you for a new day and new opportunities to serve you new opportunities to see your hand at work. And Father, we stand on the promises of your word today. They are true. You are faithful to them, and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, this is Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 19. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in worldly, wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me 
like one of your hired servants. Now, this is the beginning of this powerful teaching of Jesus, and there's a lot to unpack in this passage. And the first couple of verses, we learn a little bit about this family situation. There's a well-to-do father. He has a couple of sons. He is still living, and to their knowledge, he's still healthy. There's no indication that he would be um, pressing closer to his uh, death. And yet his youngest says, Dad, I want my share of the inheritance. There is a sense in which asking for his share of the inheritance is akin to saying, I wish you were dead. And I wish this money was made available to me. This father is a smart man, and he knows he has a rebellious son. And so he divides his current estate into halves because he has two sons. And he pays his younger son what would be the equivalent of his share of the inheritance upon his father's death. The younger son takes the money, gets his belongings together, and has in mind a place to go. Uh, Luke uh, describes the words Jesus used as a distant country, a far country. And we're told that he left and began to live pretty wild lifestyle. And that he squandered his wealth pretty quickly and was forced to look for a job in order to provide for himself. But even the job was not enough to meet the need. And um, the job had him, who happened to be a good Jewish boy, working for a pig farmer. Now, to the Jewish uh, religious person, pigs were ceremonially unclean. And so this Jewish boy is working on a pig farm and watching what the pigs are being served to eat. He begins to hunger after the food they're being fed. And Jesus says, no one offered him anything. So he is literally starving watching these pigs eat this pig slop. And he begins to look at that pig slop and think that doesn't look too bad. He was in a desperate place. Uh, Jesus goes on and says he has a moment of clarity when he comes to his senses and he thinks to himself, I remember how the hired servants in my father's house ate and I'm pretty hungry. And I wonder if I went back to my father and I prepared a speech and I expressed my sorrow and I said, Dad, I've sinned against God and I've sinned against you and I'm not even worthy to be considered your son anymore. Would you welcome me back into your household as one of your servants? And that's where Jesus leaves us after these verses. That's a pretty low place to get to (laughs) when you reckon with yourself that going back into your father's household as a servant makes more sense than staying put where you are in the far country of your own making and your rebellious uh, insistence uh, because you're not even you're so hungry you're not even capable of providing for yourself the pigs are eating better than you and you determine that you're going to head back home and ask your father for a job now i'm stopping the teaching there today Because I want us to kind of wait to see what happens. And I want us to wrestle with the Father's response tomorrow as we study together. Plenty of us have had the situation of watching someone we love live like this. Plenty of us have wound up in far country uh, trenches upside down on our backs, uh, 
with no way to help ourselves, broken, outside of the reach of God's um, hand of restraint because we've put ourselves in a far country. Uh, we're in a desperate place and we, uh, and we are longing for home. And yet something in our prideful hearts often doesn't let us come home. Uh, often we don't have a moment of clarity like this young man had, but sometimes we do. And I've been in a far country of my own making, and I've had this moment of clarity by God's grace uh, in my past. And I can really relate to where this son was living. I can really relate to the journey that winds up leading to his brokenness and surrender. And God is faithful in his mercy and grace to break us. <laughs> and God is faithful in his mercy and grace if we belong to him and we've wandered from his love to call us home and to woo us back to the place we belong after we've spent some time in the far country. It's not a fun place to go, <laughs> but it is a teacher. And we see that this young man's far country experiences have taught him also. All right, my friends, thank you for spending some time today studying. I pray that the Lord would impress on your heart some people you know and love who might be walking in the far country that you might just reach out to and say, hey, been thinking about you. Hey, wanted you to know I'm praying. Hey, there's still some people at home that really, really love you. Why don't you come on back? <laughs> God bless. Thanks for listening.